What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Daisy J with Demanding a Better Me podcast coming to you today with a little Father's Day um, show. So I know you guys have been tuning in to the past couple of, uh, well, last week, rather, um, where I interviewed two stepdads, um, also interviewed two dads, and I did a live interview with uh, one of my friends who, um, her husband is a stepdad, and she um, wanted to give him his props. Um, today, I am basically going to do an open letter without being emotional um, to not just my dad, but to um, the dads that I had around me. So first to um, my stepdad, and I hope I get through this without crying, but... Um, My stepdad really stepped in for me and my sister in a time in our life where dads were needed. Um, we were, I think I was in the first grade when he married my mom, and he really did take on that role of being a dad. He never treated me and my sister like we weren't his kids. Um, I remember going to church, and I remember how we would go to church but my stepdad didn't and like long story short you know he got saved and he started going to church and you seen this change in him because you know prayer and things like that and then you I saw how he had my mom's back when it came to us and you know, he loved us. I don't think I had a bad example. And I commend my parents on not showing us, you know, the bad of, you know, because no relationship is perfect. But I commend them on um, really keeping us together or whatever. Um, but when I became a teenager, it got rough. You know, I went through some things that I felt like if the divorce never happened, I felt like if, you know, my birth father was involved that I wouldn't have went down that path, but I'm grateful for that path because that path was growth. And um I say 
thank you to my stepdad, especially to my uncles, my uncle Mike, because he gave a really good example of what a father should be. He was always there for me and my sister, no matter what. Like, they literally lived down the street from us. So whenever we needed something, whenever my mom needed something, he was always around. So grateful for my Uncle Mike as well. And my Uncle Ray, he was the fun uncle, <laughs> always joking. How he probably, I remember he dropped us, well, did he drop? No, I remember he picked us up from the club back in the day. We didn't have a car. <laughs> Me, my best friend, and my sister, we got dropped off at the club. And Uncle Ray came and picked us up. Cool ass uncle. <laughs> I want to give a special, special shout out to um, to my godfather, uh, Bishop Herbert Smith. Like you've been in my life so strong, especially like the growing pains. And what I mean by growing pains is like that nineteen, you know, up until now. Even like I call him pops because. He's the existing father figure that I have and do prays for me, regulates for me. And like he gives me the good, like even though he is a minister, he gives me the real and the not so real. Any questions that I have, any doubts that I may have. And he always lifts me up as a, as a single parent. And he always trying to get me married. I really need him to stop. <laughs> Whoever I'm supposed to be with, that dude to come. But I swear to God, every time I'm dating somebody, he's like, okay, so when we get married. Like, he just, he, but I say he does that because he sees the potential in me to be a wife. And I'm grateful for having a strong black man in my life like that, like my godfather, to like, basically lead me and let me let me he confirms to me all the time that I'm a good woman that whatever God has for me is literally on the way I just have to put in that patience that time and just continue to get ready you know and so like I said he prays for me he lifts me up as a person especially through the growing pains because through the growing pains you know you just don't know about life you're just graduating high school you're in college you, you know I had my first child when I was 20, so it was like put up or shut up, but he never talked down on me or never uh, made me feel bad for any decisions that I made. He was just like, you know, you go through life and you pick up, you keep it moving. You can't dwell on what you did and didn't do. Only thing that you really can do is continue to pray, ask God for forgiveness and pay, always pay it for it. So to Bishop Herbert Smith, I want to say thank you so much. For continuing to be there, for always being a great father figure to me. And also, um, Columbus Sanders, my sister's dad, never, ever treated me <laughs> like I wasn't his child. Like, I would even go to his house, and to this day, you know, that's daddy. And he's, I know he's always praying for me. I know he's always looking out. He always has this, like, <laughs> like he, I could be going through something and he just know, like he can feel it, especially, you know, being a mom. Like he understands, like we go through so much, we hold on to so much, but 
I really do appreciate him too for always praying for me and looking out for me. Sorry, this is so emotional, guys. I really tried. <laughs> I really tried to hold back tears. But it's hard, you know. I mean, shit, I'm a woman. Oh well. <laughs> but um at first when I thought about this episode, I didn't know what to say because I kept writing down dear dad, dear dad. Um it wasn't anything hateful. But I knew where I was coming from, you know. This is like a release. It's like therapy. <laughs> um, I did write out some stuff, but long story short, basically, um, my birth father. Um, there was a there was a time where he didn't know. You know, he knew of me, but he didn't know that I was his. And when he found out, I was grown. So, um, I don't really have a relationship with this person or whatever. But I have men around me that love me and treat me like their daughter. That look out for me like I'm their daughter. And maybe that shaped me into the person that I am. Maybe that, uh, you know, there's no grudge there. Is what I'm trying to say. And um, my mom, like big props to my mom because I know people, you know, with issues without having their father in their life. And I never resented my mom. I never blamed my mom for any decisions that she made. You know, um, hell, I'm my mom's biggest cheerleader. When it comes to her, my mom can do no wrong. She did something, oh well, get over it. You know, whatever. That's my mama. My mom always going to have my back. And it's funny because I used to get my mom Father's Day gifts because I was like, she was there. Even though I had my stepdad, my mom was both parents. And me being a mom, I see where she's coming from. And I try so hard with my girls to establish a relationship with their dad so that at the end of the day, I'm not blamed that I'm... You know, they see mommy did put in efforts to make sure that you were there. So there's no, <laughs> there's no blame there. You know, I'm just covering my bases. But I do want to say um, to the baby daddies, I'm not going to give y'all no shine because this is my show. This is the Daisy J show. But happy Father's Day, niggas. <laughs> happy Father's Day to y'all. Big happy Father's Day to... Um, all of my friends, um, I see y'all out there, all my bros, um, my bestie, happy Father's Day, man. Um, hopefully she hooked it all up for you today. And just to every father who is a father, um, happy Father's Day, you guys. Enjoy your day. I know dads are, like, easy to please. Go get them some barbecue, turn the TV on, a good movie, they Gucci. <laughs> um, but anyways, I'm going to sign off now. Um but like I said, happy Father's Day to all the dads. Happy Father's Day to my dad, stepdad, all my uncles, cousins. Love you guys. It's your girl, Daisy J, with Demanding a Better Me.